We back and we black. Y'all know what it is. It's mm-hmm. Tinseltown Tea. Yes, ma'am. Another episode where you come on a journey with us, Corey and Judith, mm-hmm. as we try and figure out this screenwriting dream thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not a. Oh, no. I was about to say aspiring. We're not aspiring. No, no ma'am. We are screenwriters. Mm-hmm. And we are out here trying to get her done. Oh, now, y'all know. <laughs> Okay. Y'all know we started off every week with a would you rather. So this week's would you rather. Would you rather no. live like a king with no family or friends or live like a vagabond with your friends or family? I barely know what a vagabond is. <laughs> <laughs> I got that from the internet. Um, is that a poor person, a peasant? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. I'd rather be a peasant. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, all we have is friends and fam, right? So true. So With true. With that money, though. <laughs> oh, okay. I was, I was like... Mm, you can always buy friends. You know. And fam. Okay. Yeah. But will they be true? No. No. They won't. They will not. No, they won't. You know? <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with, um, I'd rather be a vagabond with friends and family. I kind of feel like, you know, every time I pay my student loan bill, that's how I feel. I feel <laughs> like a vagabond, but I have my friends and family, so. I want to see the actual definition for vagabond. What a vagabond is, yeah. That is a really good word. <laughs> like, I feel like I heard vagabond. that in a Disney song. Yeah. Or like a, a person who wanders from place to place without a home or a job. Damn. Having no settled home. No. a homeless person. Yeah. Well, as long as my family wandering with me. Right. We good. Right. Y'all niggas still going to give me a place to stay when I need to. Hello. Wandering for friends and family. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So vagabonds. Mm-hmm. Or peasants. Yeah. Whichever you prefer. We opt to be poor. God dang. All right. We Let's love our it. friends and family. What kind of foolishness right, is that? Y'all lucky I love y'all asses. <laughs> Look. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> boo we love you we love family and friends boo okay I, I'm, I'll be a king <laughs> <laughs> never mind fuck <laughs> <Of> y'all <laughs> I'm rich bitch <laughs> just like that mm. oh, no I'm kidding I'm kidding of course I love y'all we love you so much okay. oh my gosh alright moving right along that was easy let's do it me and Judith have morals and values. Ugh, gross. That's so annoying. Literally, having morals and values gets you nowhere in it life. Truly, truly does. Like, that. if I didn't have morals and values, imagine how rich I would be. Oh my, so much, so much. Money. And imagine where I would be in life. Oh my god, I would be. I'm pretty sure I would be a housewife of some city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Atlanta, but it also seems like the most stressful. But yes, yeah, I would be getting that coin. Yeah, I would have sold my soul to the devil. Yeah, and all types of shit, but yeah, I would be Beyonce. Ooh, yes. Oh, my God. I would definitely sacrifice some cousins and yeah. some babies. And to be clear, it would be, like, I would have to sacrifice that to do that. Now, the ladies of Housewives of Atlanta, I don't think they do that. I think no. they are being themselves, and they've learned how to um, really capitalize on, on their um, talents, their their personalities, mm-hmm. and their lives. They just know how to do it. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. But I would need to lose all my morals in order to be at that level. I don't know yeah. how to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe one day. One we'll day. Whoo, bless you. Mm-hmm. All right, moving right along to our No Better, Do Better. Yes. And uh, we have a simple one today, and it's just take a damn break. Please. Please. 
We're ripping Please. and running out these streets. And thank you. Yes. Like, <laughs> sometimes we just go, go, go. Mm-hmm. We always have to do. I got to go here. I got to meet this person. Mm-hmm. I got to write this script. I got to host this shit. Whatever. Just sit the hell down. Sometimes. Yeah. Please. Mm-hmm. That's all we beg of you. Yeah. Take a damn break. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to London tomorrow in the midst of the coronavirus. Go off. So shout out to cheap tickets. Because <laughs> um, y'all bitches are scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, we ain't going to let fear run nope. us. You know? Nope. If it's my time to go, then it's my time. That's right. And it's it's not. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, not. I don't think it is. I feel like the nope. Lord still has some things he wants mm-hmm. me to do here. Amen. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Just yeah. take a damn break. Get out. Yeah. The city, whatever city you live in. Mm-hmm. And uh, put that planner down, man. Yeah. Because look, mm-hmm. that planner will have you out here stressed. Yeah. Put the planner down. Put the calendar down. Put the phone down if you need to. And just yeah. take a little break. Yeah. Some. I mean, some of you, you know, some of the... I don't know, the free will, like the mm. free spirited people can find that easy for you. Like a, you know, type A hoes like me, schedule a break. Yeah. <laughs> like you might need to go into your planner and be like, this time from this time, I'm not doing anything. I'm not fucking with you hoes. I am walking away. All. I'm not looking at the email. Nope. <laughs> I'm not trying to rack my brain over the words and the right thing. Just, just relax. Yeah. Take a break. And recharge and then come back. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Period. Life could mm. be that easy. <laughs> mm. If mm-hmm. only. And sometimes it can. It can. Actually, mm-hmm. it can't be that easy, okay? Yeah. We're, it sounds like we're joking, but it can be that easy. Yes. Yeah. It can for Let's sure. Let's not fool you guys. Oh, yeah. All right. And with that, we're going to come back with some news. We will. We're back. And we black, and we, mm-hmm. and just so you know, Corey has her dog, and he's so cute, Batman, yes, Mr. Batman, so adorable. We love Wish him so much. Him. I know, but because uh, he cannot speak, I will be speaking on his behalf. <laughs> we will be doing the news. <laughs> Batman's doing the news. That's right. Speaking through Judith. Right, right. Proxy. It's fine. It's fine. So this week in the news, of course, we get most of our news from Shadow and Act. Mm-hmm. Um, first, when I actually saw this movie this weekend, it was cute. Um, did. Yeah, the animated film Onward. Um, this is kind of some sad news, but unfortunately, we're gonna have. Un- I mean, it's just a case of uh, homophobia, quite frankly. But um, in Onward, uh, Lena Waithe plays a character, and. Unfortunately, um, the latest film onward, it's been banned in several Middle Eastern countries due to one of the characters uh, mentioning a lesbian relationship, according to Deadline. Um, Mentioning it. Yep. This character uh, is Lena Waithe. And honestly, if you see the movie, she she doesn't have a long, her character does not have a long role on screen. It's like literally, I would say no more than 10 minutes total in the whole movie. And wow. so just this little part, like, it's just crazy. So basically she plays a police officer character named Spectre. And it's the first openly gay character in um, a Pixar, uh, well, thought to be the first openly gay um, character in a Pixar Disney film. So mm. that's really cool. Mm. Um and this is the line that she says that kind of set people off in some of those countries. It was basically, she said, uh, the character in the movie, it's not easy being a new parent. My girlfriend's daughter's going, uh, got me pulling my hair out, okay? So this was the the phrase that the Spectre character said, right? 
And just because of that one line, wow. countries including Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, and Oman are blocking the film from release. And so, That's wild as hell. Yeah. Uh, it's released in other Middle Eastern countries like Egypt, Lebanon, and Bahrain. Um, Octavia Spencer is also in it, and she the, the film got an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, according wow. to the Shadow and Act um, article. Mm. Um, so, really, it's sad. It's unfortunate. Um, but, you know, again, Lena out here giving you first, <laughs> making history again, potentially. Um, and you know what? That's truly their loss. And mm-hmm. hopefully we as a, a global community can get past this foolishness because it's, it's really silly. It's really dumb. Um, I truly. It's I mean, I, really dumb. I truly hope we can. And speaking of Lena, mm. since she's always advocating for her queer folks out here, which I know, that's is right. nice to see. Mm-hmm. She, so if you guys don't know, she had the 20s um, oh, yes. series mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. BT that premiered, I think, the other day. Yeah. I think it did numbers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let I'm not surprised. Uh. Two million, close Go to off. two million total viewers tuned into. I mean, the brand is strong, so just you know, <laughs> she shouting can write. that out for her because that's I mean, amazing. it's so great. I don't even know two million people watch BT. Uh, I was just about to say that, like, okay, I'm sorry. Is Lena saving BT one show at a time? I think so. Mm-hmm. Go off, yeah, that's great. If you guys don't know what Twenties is, it's yeah, like I said, Lena Waits' uh, newest TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the title character protagonist is a queer black woman. Yeah, I think it's an ensemble, but yeah, no, you're it's right. An ensemble, but yeah. yeah, she's one of the main characters for real. Yeah, which is uh, I think it's uh, it's amazing. Yeah, I think that's a uh, new for these days. I believe it. It means sad that it should be new. Yeah, it's uh, it did numbers. That's all I was trying to say. Not I surprised. Want to shout her out since they want to. They want to play her. Okay. She's still doing good. Okay. She don't need no little checks from Middle mm-hmm. Eastern. That's right. But Disney did cut the check. They did. Playing. She still got played. Okay. She still got paid. Okay. So. At least yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I think. Oh, y'all bet. Y'all bet. <laughs> be giving her. Either way, checks. she has other avenues. Come on. So many shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have The Shy. I mean, she came through from Master of None. I yeah, mean, now we have 20s. I'm Boomerang. sure there's something. Oh, of course. Boomerang. I think it's on BT, right? I think it's on regular BT. Regular BT, okay. And that's with Halle Berry. They brought mm-hmm. that back. Mm-hmm. So, kissed Halle Berry. go. Did you see huh? Did you see when she kissed Halle Berry? No. Girl! Wait, we probably mentioned it, I feel like. I didn't see it, though. Y'all, go if y'all on. have not seen um, the Leaning Way to Halle Berry kiss, look that shit up, okay? Mm-hmm. Just look it up. That's all you No, it wasn't a probably mwah. way it better. A, it was a tongue? Mwah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a thing. I was like, Ooh. oh my god. Oh, okay. okay Hallie. Go up. Hey. Hey. <laughs> they would make a cute couple, honestly. <laughs> like they would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would be beautiful, but it's because they're both beautiful women, so. Yeah. That's yeah. how that works. <laughs> Ma'am. Yeah. But, yeah. Look but up, I think the twenties uh, and that kiss. That kiss, yes. But I do believe they're working professionals, so yes. I'm not gonna start no lies and rumors <laughs> or no, you know, fair tales. Um <laughs> But we're proud of you, Lena. That's amazing. It's down deep for real. <laughs> yes. Uh next up, um, Own has a latest unscripted uh series debut. Um Together. it's called Love Goals. And we know. <laughs> so it uh premiered March seventh. And in the series, family and relationship therapist Spirit 
Hmm. Councils. Wait, wait, wait. Yep. That's according to Shadow and Act now. Oh, that's the name. That's the, the name person. of the therapist. The okay. name is Spirit. Got it. Um, Councils five celebrity couples who are at crossroads in their relationships. The challenges range from fame, power, infidelity, communication issues, as well as childhood trauma. So mm. just from this, it just looks as though uh, Own is trying to be a marriage boot camp. Straight up. And do a little ghetto. That's what it seems like. We're going to run. This is my suspicion. Here go the couples. And I think some of these couples have been on marriage boot camp. Um, Ben, Girl. Okay. Benzino and Aletha Hart. Althea. Althea. Althea, Excuse me. (laughs) Althea. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm so sorry. So sorry to this lady. She crazy. So sorry to this woman. Um, Whose tumultuous and uh, litigious relationship is well known to fans because they were on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Mm -hmm. We also have former NFL wide receiver and rapper Dwayne Money Boyd. I Do we know songs or... Dwayne Money Boyd. I'm not hip, so this is not shade. I just want to be clear. I don't know. I don't know, Mr. Boy. Okay, Boyd. I'm sure he's out here. Whatever. Very successful. Is uh, that his rapper name Money? I think that's, the, that's what's in quotation. Yeah, Money. Maybe it's just Money. Although Never heard Money of rapper, Boyd just might Money. It might. I don't know. I think he should add his last name, Money Boyd, or something, so we can differentiate. Yeah. But that's fine. Dwayne um, and Teresa Boyd. Um, they've been together for 11 years. Congrats. Hopefully, you know, through the show they can stay that way. Or maybe not. Whatever is best for their relationship. Actress and former Basketball Wives star Sonny Carter and her boyfriend, uh, Brian Williams. Sun, Yes, yeah, Sunday. I said Sonny. Lord, help me. <gasps> Sunday Carter. Yes. Yes, ma'am. She was a messy one. On Ooh, yes, child. Um, and former Salt and Pepper um, group member Dee Dee Spinderella. Spinderella. And comedian uh, Quentin Q. Coleman. So oh, I guess man. they're together. Um, oh, and last but not least, uh, rapper, actor, chef, and producer. <laughs> I love how they have in it all that. Coolio and his fiance, Mimi Ivy. Ivy. I-V-E-Y, right? Ivy, that's Ivy, how you say it. Yep. Yeah. So they, you know what? Um, they chef? Re- chef. I didn't know. I, I didn't know. Chef, I have to be. So go off. I mean, sir. Chef? If look, if he has a if he has a restaurant in LA, we're going. Cooking with Coolio. Oh, so that's the show? I have no idea. Wow. That does sound like a good nope, it is on Is a it show. Food Network? It's it? So I'm watching it. The ghetto. I'm watching it. Um Are the, it's on the network my damn channel. That's the get <laughs> that okay. <laughs> It's called My Day. Is that a YouTube channel? I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it, guys. I just, this is not getting enough PR. It's a web network. Okay. My Damn Channel. My Damn Channel. Wow. And Coolio is cooking. I'm going to find it. If you guys, hey, you know what? Hit us up on the social. Is it a good show? I'm here to support. If it's some good dishes, honestly. Can he give me some tips? I mean, I'm truly, truly for it. I'll be very humbled. And living most our lives in the gangster paradise. He should name all his foods off of lyrics from just that song. Yeah. I'm sure he's had other hits. Let me not. But anyways, yes. Okay. So they're all on the show. Love Goals owns latest unscripted series. Mm. Um, yeah. So that is happening. I don't know if I'm going to check it out. Um, I But I truly... Yeah. We, I, I truly hope it's successful. 
Um, I'm interested to know why OWN would have this, but they do a lot of unscripted stuff, so I shouldn't really be surprised. Yeah, maybe they like we need a sprinkle of ghetto in here. I, I mean, because um, that is we got to get those peeps in a too. Fool, and I, you know, I might watch serving. it. I might. You it know? might be good. It might be good. I'm, I'm a. I love a. I'm like a six seven percent ghetto. So true. I love honestly my friend. Okay, I'm gonna digress, guys, real quick. I love a good reality tv fight mm. i love it. it's really bad but black and crew usually provides one really? every other episode not loving uh what's the love and hip-hop yes for sure for sure i saw the i didn't see the episode but i just saw how trina's um uh how trina was disrespected and then you know some of the girls got up in that one girl i was like whoo Lord. Don't ever respect Trina. Don't. Again. I mean, that's just that's just big facts. Not the Diamond Princess. I I would never. I was like, how dare you? Like, we don't play by her in Florida now. I mean, when it comes to like Southern women rappers, like she paved like one of the the few that paved the way to like, you know, if it wasn't for Trina, there wouldn't be a City Girls. There wouldn't be a Megan Thee Stallion. Like, there wouldn't be like let's. Anyways, uh, I was listening to her song "Killing You Hoes" in middle school. Oh, and that is why I'm killing you hoes now. Mm. You see the outfit, bitch. <laughs> killing you hoes, Corey. Cute face and ass swole. Hoes, killing you hoes. Facts. What a prophet. What a prophetess. <laughs> um. Mm. But anyways, back to the news. Um. So there is a trailer. Um. You know, I'm glad Jordan Woods is out here getting checks. Um. Despite. The Kardashian debacle. <laughs> the foolishness. <laughs> Woo! But anyway, she's in a trailer. Um, it's the movie called Trigger. Um, she's in a movie. I believe it's a movie. Yes, it is a movie. So um, Jordan Woods, Jeremy Meeks, also known as Prison Bay, mm-hmm. um, and Flex Alexander. Now, the trailer was, <laughs> was released. It's directed by Chris Stokes. Uh-oh. I believe Chris Stokes <laughs> was the manager of uh, B2K. Oh, I believe so. But sure, he's making films. Okay. So, uh, film stars Jordan Woods, Jeremy Meeks, Flex Alexander, Wesley Jonathan, and Erica Peoples. Um, The film will debut um, on um, BET. Well, wait. Let me get it together first. Woods made her film debut in one of Stokes' film, his last film for BET called Sacrifice, which starred Paula Pound and Erica Ash. Now, I didn't see the movie, but the Paula looks amazing in the trailer. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh. My sister got it. She really Said, does. Robin Thicke. Okay. She was like, oh, moving on, mm-hmm. collecting mm-hmm. checks. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, come on. Come on. Come on. I think Jordan Woods played like a, a singer or something in that. Yeah. I was getting... Abuse, yes, I saw that she was a. I think she was attacked or something like that. Um, the film, uh, this film, um, which is called Trigger, um, the film centers Wood's character who was married to Jonathan in the film, her Jonathan, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan. yeah, and um, his brother, played by Meeks, crashes their evening dinner party when the brother accidentally kills one of the guests. Everyone else is set Mm. to deal with the fallout. Wow. So that's just just a little taste that they gave us. So Jeremy Meeks (sighs) is going to continue to play a Um, uh, con. (laughs) He's like, I do what I know. And I'm going to get these checks. Because I saw him in another trailer for another Hood movie. Mm -hmm. Um... What is that movie that Columbus Short has been in? Because you know Columbus Short hasn't been acting in a while. Wow. Something true to the game. Okay. 
Have I you heard of that? that? No. It's on Netflix. Oh. Um, and then they did True to the Game <laughs> 2. I guess oh. it's coming out soon. It has all the niggas in it. It had Jeremy wow. Meeks in it. Oh. He was in the trailer like 20 times. Didn't say a word. <laughs> wow. Um, It had just everybody. I saw Tamar wow. was in that bitch. Oh, was it like a student? Did it feel like a student film? Or was it, it felt like, okay, we got. The trailer was student film-ish. Okay. But I'm like, I'm going to okay. watch it. I literally okay. saw everybody. Let me okay. see who was in it. So that y'all can support. If y'all want to support. Yeah, why not? Check it out. Black art. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how. Ooh. <laughs> Plus, we have to see the good and the bad, guys. I mean, yeah, and this might I mean, be legit good. So, this, true to the game, too, it also stars Mr. Meeks, Rotimi. Oh, yes. From, from Power. Power. Yep, yep. I was going to say um, Empire. Fox. She was in the Erica Peoples is in this, too. Okay. Isn't she in this movie? Right? Yeah, she is. She's in uh, Jeremy Meeks. Lil yeah. Mama was in it. Faith Evans. Tamar oh, Faith. Oh. Uh, Waka Flock. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So y'all should see that. Y'all just if went y'all on love a good hood all story, the love and hip hop cities and was like you, you, and you. Yes. All right. Well, come on, um, casting director. That's a that's a that is big gets. Let's be real. Yeah. I Those mean, are some really big gets. So I'm just I'm going not shade but celebrate. Okay. I think I'm I'll, celebrate. I think I'll give it a, a try. Yeah, I, I think mean. so. And the, was the first one good? I didn't watch it first. Okay. I, I gotta watch it. We're gonna go straight to two. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's completely fine. Um, we're gonna go on to some, I guess, some kind of sad news. Um, South by Southwest is canceled due to coronavirus concerns. This we might be seeing this throughout a lot of the big events and festivals. Um Coachella just because will be canceled, just yeah. So yeah. Be prepared. Um, so South by Southwest has has been canceled this year because of uh, coronavirus um, fears. And this was announced by Austin City officials. Um, and this was reported in IndieWire. Um, and the festival was the first major U.S. film event to be canceled because of the coronavirus. So so why are we still going to work? Woo! Woo, 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 woo. I don't get it. I don't know. Like, why are we still going to work? I know. Well, depending on some works, you can work from home. I know some people yeah. are leading it. But other jobs, it's like you got to come in to do the job. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, oh, oh, oh. so you know, just do what they say. Wash your hands. Try not to touch work your on your face. immune system, y'all. Because Ooh. look, the coronavirus. I'm not gonna get into conspiracy theories, no. but um, mm. it's the reason why it's out there, Ooh. and uh, there's a reason Ooh. why it's happening. Ooh. So uh, just make sure you're working on yourself. That's right. You're healing yourself from the inside out. Maybe yeah. some little tips, real quick. Little tidbit, just because no, I want to. I want to get, get that immune together. system up. Get immune system together. <laughs> drink water. Do a detox. Yeah. Um, by drinking a lot of water, add some lemon and lime in it. Get that stress um, down. Do hibiscus and uh, ginger tea. Ooh. Look up the recipe for that. That helps the immune system. Okay. Get you some spinner spin spirulina powder. What's that? That. Oh my God. It's perfect. It um, works on your immune system and um, detoxes you as well. Okay. And it's like a green powder. You can put it in your smoothies in the morning. Okay. Or you can put it in a, a glass of water and drink it. Okay. Is it bitter? Like, what's the, it's is it It's not going to taste good. So okay. I just put it in okay. a smoothie. My, and uh, a scotch of agave up yes. in my Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> try better. to eat raw fruits eat raw bell peppers mm. if you can raw pineapples papayas watermelons mm. with the seed okay and berries okay and uh, navy beans if you can make oh, yeah. navy bean soup uh, so these are all things you can do to strengthen your immune system that's guys. true berries have a lot of antioxidants so they're good for yes. yeah they're good for that so yeah because it's getting serious out here I guess mm-hmm. so yep all right, well, we're just going to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. We're going to fight it off, and we're going to pray for those who are fighting it off now and those who have lost 
unfortunately, to this awful, awful uh, virus that's going on. But, you know, we're going to still get it together. Mm, we are. And, you know, we're going to still live our y'all. lives. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. So we're going to end on a lighter note. It's always good news when we hear from uh, the queen, the goddess, uh, Ava DuVernay. But it is out that she is developing an animated series called Wings of Fire. So it's exciting. It's an overall deal. So the project is under her overall deal with Warner Brothers Television. Um, and it's a family television series based on Wings of Fire book um, series by uh, 2T Sutherland. Okay. Cool. Uh, Warner Brothers Animation is producing with Ava, uh, who is the executive producer of Array Films production company, um, Sutherland, uh, Dan Milana, uh, Krista Starr, and Sam Register are also executive producers. So um, basically, it's what they're describing, an epic adventure set in a world entirely ruled by dragons. Across two continents and ten tribes, the series explores vicious wars, enduring friendships, and heroic quests that span generations of fascinating dragon characters. Um, So yeah, if you don't know who Ava DuVernay is, like, I, I truly... Get, oh my, you I know don't. What? Not in 2020. I don't know. But if you don't know, her latest work, Cherish the Day, is currently on OWN. It's a limited series, but it's a love story. Um, you know, she's also in production at DC um, Comic Pilot DMZ on HBO Max with Rosario Dawson and Freddie Myers. I feel like my voice had to get deeper because it was <laughs> HBO. So you bitches know it's Prime it's Cable. Prime. Prime. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, she's, I mean, if you haven't seen A Wrinkle in Time, I mean, Queen Sugar. I mean, she's she's out when here. When they see us. When they see us. Like, she's so many things. So many things. If you don't like, a, if you don't like adventure, she's giving you uh, uh, love stories. If you don't mm-hmm. like love stories, she's giving you children's animation. If you don't like, I mean, all the things. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome. Thank you, Ava DuVernay. Thank you. And we're going to look out for that. I think it's going to be cute. Yeah. I'll yeah. give it a little whirl. A little teeny teeny little whirl. Yeah. Go off. And with that, yeah, that's the news, guys. We'll be back. Right back. And we are back with hey. the main segment today. We have another education now for y'all. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about dialogue, which Ooh. is uh, super important in a script. Yep. Because uh, that's what your script is going to be. Yep. Is dialogue. Because that's kind of what movies and TV shows are. Is people talking and doing shit, right? That, so yeah. uh, dialogue is very important. And there are a lot of rules and shit dialogue. Mm-hmm. Dialogue can be very tricky. Mm-hmm. And there is a way to do dialogue wrong. Yeah, there's uh, there is a way. Mm-hmm. I think people just think, oh, I just need to talk. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more than that. Yep. So uh, we're gonna get into a little, um, little spiel mm-hmm. about dialogue for sure. I'm gonna go off of these articles that I found on ScriptReaderPro.com, which is um a site that I like to peruse. They always have all the screenwriting stuff on here to help you out. They nice. have uh, coverage services as well, oh, a cool. mentorship. They have courses, books. Um, they have a blog and a whole bunch of resources nice. to help screenwriters learn the craft and to improve their craft. Come on, free. Yes. Free, free 99. Not all of it's free, but, but yeah, most of it a is free. A lot of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, always utilize your free resources, guys. All right, let's get into it. So the way they start the thing off is 
Script dialogue. If your characters are just talking, you're doing it wrong. Mm. Let us know from the jump mm. how the shit should be. Um, very much true. Mm-hmm. So uh, then they go along and say that when people are giving like uh, tips and advice about dialogue, it's usually vague, which is very true. I've mm-hmm. heard all of these tips before, and mm-hmm. I'm going to give you guys some of these very vague tips. Mm-hmm. Propel the story forward with your dialogue. Mm. Reveal character and theme. Mm. Build conflict and drama. Mm. Sound different for each character. Mm. Entertain with witty, quotable lines. Never run longer than three lines. I hear that one all the time. Mm -hmm. Never be on the nose. Yes. So those are the vague Mm -hmm. screenwriting advice and tips that people will give you. Mm -hmm. But uh, while that stuff is true, it's not really telling you um, what makes bad screenplay dialogue. Right. So it's just kind of giving you the surface of it. Right. Batman just sneezed on me. Oh, oh no! Come on, <laughs> wash your hands, boy. Wash Ooh, your paws. God. Cover My your mouth. Gosh. <sighs> Sorry, y'all. <Oof. laughs> but anyways, yeah. So those little tips they they don't get to the surface mm-hmm. and get to the nitty gritty of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's get into that. Let's so go. the biggest problem with dialogue in spec scripts or even any scripts, I mm-hmm. think, is that. People like to shoot the breeze. Mm. So a lot of beginning screenwriters, they think that they have to start with um, their characters. Oh, if their characters are meeting up in a scene, they think they have to start with, like, small talk. Yeah. How you doing? Hey, girl. How you doing? How's the folks? What about this weather? Shit like that. No one gives a fuck about that in a script. That does not need to be in a script. Every line of dialogue in your screenplay should be in there for a reason. If not... You need to cut it mm-hmm. because look, bitch, none time. of your characters should just be talking. Yeah. There should always be a method to the madness. Intentional. Of, uh, yes, why mm-hmm. they're talking. So I know it can get, I know some of y'all are like, well, I need to start the scene off though, right? They can't just walk in, but they can. Mm-hmm. They can just walk in and get right yeah. to it. Get to it. It's called uh, getting in late and leaving early. Yes. So that's another yes. very vague, but also really mm-hmm. important tip to screenwriting. That's is, super um, important. Yeah. Getting in late and leaving early. So your characters can, you can start the scene late. Yeah. And we can skip over all that shit. Yeah. Because, uh. If someone higher up or someone who knows about screenwriting is reading your script and they see the small talk, they're going to be like, this, they don't know no. what they're doing. No. Who, they, what? They don't know what they're yeah. doing. And they're just going to toss your shit to the side. I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, they may not, but mm-hmm. most of the time they will. Mm-hmm. They will think that you don't know the basics of screenwriting. Yeah. You don't need um, the small talk. Yeah. We don't need that. Mm-hmm. A script dialogue should always should nearly always put the characters under some kind of pressure. Mm. So a character's words should be either hard to say or hard to hear. Ooh! Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my God! (laughs) I haven't heard that one. I'm keeping that one in the arsenal. mm. So what people often see in spec screenplays, however, is the opposite. Words Mm. that are easy to say and easy to hear. So that Mm. is what... I would say a lot of beginning or yeah. people who are just learning, they do shit like that. You mm-hmm. know? And that's not what we want to do. Try it. Um, when your characters are continually left to shoot the breeze like this, which is like basically the small talk thing that we talked about mm-hmm. and that has no real purpose or conflict, the reader will lose interest. Mm-hmm. Mostly not in the scene, but mostly in the whole script. Man. So uh, you don't want them to lose no. interest in the whole script. That's a no-no. Definitely don't. So uh, you can have your characters begin a scene by talking in a relaxed, friendly manner, Mm -hmm. engaging in small talk. But if they continue to talk like this for the entire scene 
as in um, some of the examples they're going to have. Then you have a conversation that's just talking rather than pushing the story forward. Right. I say don't have it at all, but if you just can't, if you can't wrap your mind around getting into a scene late, which I can understand, Mm -hmm. then don't let it go on too long. Yeah. Just have it be very brief. Like, hey, how you doing? Get to the the meat and the potatoes. Right. As they say. A hundred. And an example I remember of that, we read a script, uh, we read Queen, Queen and Slim. There we Mm. go. And in the beginning, there was the date scene that they had. And Mm. if you're reading it, you may think, oh, this is just small talk back and forth. But each line was showing the tension and how bad the date was as they Mm. started off. Also, we did not see them get in the car. We did not see him pick her up. We didn't see him walk through, hold the door, sit down. We found them at the table already getting their meal served. Mm. That's what it means getting in the scene late. Like, yes. we can already, with them at the table and the interaction, we already, you know, we already can tell, okay, this is this is a date. Like, yep. and it's a bad one <laughs> as of right yeah. now. So that's kind of an example to help, like, kind of, uh, give a picture to what Corey is mm-hmm. saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. That mm-hmm. was great. Mm-hmm. Thanks for like tying it in. Yeah. Tying it in. <laughs> Girl, yeah. look at you. Yeah. All right. So me and Judith are going to read um, a spec script dialogue example. We're going to do example Ooh. number one. Okay, perfect. I'll be Ray and you can be Pastor Ed and I will do action. Okay. And uh, then we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of if this is good or bad. Dialogue. Oh, great. Perfect. All right. So interior boys and girls club meeting room next day. Ray and Pastor Ed are back at it. What did I say I was going to be? You're going to be Ray. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. okay. So Ray, that's me. Mm-hmm. So how'd you go from the military to being a pastor type? I am a pastor. Nine <laughs> years of seminary is too much to forget about. Trust me. Too many at all nighters. And? I started reading books, articles, anything I could find on spirituality and psychology back then. <laughs> or oh, I'm making him crazy. Today, a lot of it's called self-help. I need answers about how I was feeling about everything. There was an older guy from my church who became my mentor. He helped me see a lot of the things. And all of this is why I'm, I'm here today. Really? Your studies and your friend led you to this room right now? Yes. In a matter of speaking, I'm here to give back. Here for you. Oh, man, don't give me that. Don't give me a bunch of jive. I'm not stupid. You'll be gone like all the rest of them. I ain't buying. All the rest of whom? Ray hesitates as Pastor Ed gazes intensely into his eyes. You know, my grandma was good for me, but she died when I was eight. Is your dad around? Left before I was born. Told moms he didn't want no more kids. Moms is always going at work till after we go to bed. Barely even... See her in the morning. Shit, even my posse ditched out the night I got caught. I see. Any any brothers and sisters? Older brother, 22, don't work or nothing. A sister, she said. We're going to work on your anger and teach you to be a strong, confident person. You have all you need inside you if you can just learn to tune into it. Don't get all weird on me now. I was just starting to get you. Today's writing assignment, who are you? What? I just told you. You told me your circumstances. Now tell me who you are in there. Pastor Ed points to Ray's heart. 
Ray sighs, but begins writing. <laughs> All right. So we are going to ask ourselves these questions about this uh, dialogue mm-hmm. example. Yes. And uh, we'll see what we get. Number one, is this a hard conversation for one or both of these characters to have? What you think? I didn't think so. Me it just either. Seemed like... It just flowed. Yeah. There was no trying to get it out of anybody yeah. everyone was just saying what was on their mind yeah whole life story yeah it was not hard at all <laughs> nope does it put one or both of the characters under pressure um no. not really I, I mean, mean kinda cause he was like maybe Ray he, to write or yeah. something yeah kind yeah mm-hmm. I would say that but not really yeah does the conversation involve conflict as one character tries to win a battle not really. I mean, the pastor kind of won because he, he was like, write this down. He was like, yeah. all right. But yeah. there wasn't no back and forth cat and right. mouse right. Um, type of shit, which is what we should be looking for. Mm-hmm. Were you engaged and excited while reading the screenplay dialogue? No. I had fun, though. Yeah, it was fun. the accent. Yeah. 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 I like, got that. back to my roots with that one. <laughs> got back to them roots with that one. But I don't think I was engaged or excited like that. Not at all. So I don't know. Not at all. Yeah. Has a fundamental shit. Oh, my God. Has a fundamental <laughs> shift in the story occurred by the end of the scene? Not really. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So answer key. The answer to all these should be no. Mm. Nope, and nope, nope. Uh, what's wrong with this dialogue? Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Neither Pastor Ed or Ray are feeling particularly uncomfortable during this script dialogue. Right. Despite addressing difficult subject matter, the tone is friendly and relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, you know, very easy peasy, mm-hmm. lemon squeezy. Mm-hmm. Neither Pastor Ed or Ray are attempting to outwit the other in a verbal battle, mm-hmm. back them into a corner trick or intimidate, which is what a lot of people say in your dialogue. It should always be a cat and mouse between mm-hmm. the two characters that are mm-hmm. talking. should always be very witty. should always be back and forth type mm-hmm. of thing. There's no back and forth here. Nope. At all. Um, and uh, note also how Pastor Ed and Ray's dialogue also regularly strays over the recommended three lines maximum quota. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of paragraphs and mm-hmm. not enough white space. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's really not that great dialogue. Nope. Mm-mm. So um, that's so. Those are kind of some of the questions you can ask. The one yeah. that we asked. Those are great. When examples, you yeah. are looking at your scripts um, and uh, trying to fix your shits together. So if you yeah. like have a scene that you're like, I don't know about this dialogue. Ask yourself these questions. See if you can get it together. Yep. Um, so you can start with, okay, so you can go through your own script and then make a note of every scene containing dialogue that's easygoing instead of emotionally charged. Mm -hmm. So that's where you can start. Start with obvious scenes that should have some conflict but don't, Mm -hmm. like the one above, and then ask yourself those questions. And then if you feel okay, then the script dialogue probably needs rewriting to include more conflict um, and then a verbal battle of some kind. Mm -hmm. So just always make sure that we have some conflict and we have a verbal battle. Mm. All right, so let's get into this next little example that we have. I will be Abby mm-hmm. and read the, what's the name? The action. Okay. And then Judith can be Monica. All right. All right, let's get into it. Interior yoga studio day. Monica and Abby are stretching at the back of the class. Any luck finding anything? No, not at all. I applied for 128, 128 jobs online and only got two interviews. What happened? One offered me a job in Hong Kong. 
That's pretty crazy living in Hong Kong. That's all they had available, so I turned it down. I have my family to think about. What about the other one? Yeah, that one was a real winner. Not only did they expect me to be an expert, they wanted me to do they wanted me to order food for client meetings and serve coffee and do dishes. I see what you mean, degrading. I was supposed to get I was supposed to get another four months of unemployment then this week i got a letter telling me our state doesn't qualify anymore for the federal funding that's paying for it now isn't the state unemployment rate 11 percent? it is i thought that's what it was based on but no the federal government made some weird mathematical formula that somehow ended the section of benefits i'm on this is my last week of anything So those asses in Congress can bail out the rich on Wall Street who don't need it but can't help normal people? Exactly! Then they just sit by and watch while all our jobs go get sent to China or the other third worlds. It's bad. It's so bad. It's completely messed up. I was (laughs) counting on that time and support. I've been thinking of starting up something on my own, calling it Excellent consult, but now I have to worry about buying groceries and paying my mortgage. That blows. Look what I had to do college degree, all that experience, and still I'm working out of my field just to make it. How is it in the conglomerate drugstore chain? It sucks. I Uh, guess I'm like everyone doing what they gotta do to survive and wanting to find something else. Yeah, that's part of the problem. Not only is it the unemployed, but all the people like you applying for the same positions as me. Don't worry. Forget it all for a while. By the way, where's your friend Chloe? I didn't call her. I wasn't in the mood. Now you're talking. The two stretch away. So uh, now we're going to ask ourselves three questions about this example. Is this an important conversation that deserves to be in the script? No, I don't really see how I don't. Yeah, it does give a lot of information, though. Yeah, I mean, it it says it gives information that she can't get a job. But then they start talking about unless the script is about um, not being able to get a job and about unemployment. Yeah, I don't see how. Yeah, pretty much. Does the script dialogue interest, amuse or shock you in some way? (laughs) <laughs> I was like, no. I mean, I, I was being silly. Yeah, so I think I was what like, was amusing was our voices. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no. Nah. Does it feel like a natural conversation between two people? Hell no. 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 I would way never. Too much. No. Unless no. I was high, I wouldn't be talking like this. <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't be talking like this. <laughs> they sound like a goddamn pamphlet or something. Yeah, like, no. no, ma'am. Like a bad PSA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like so. one of those just terrible ass commercials that you just see that you're like, I do not even want to see this. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is another example of characters shooting the breeze. Mm. Abby and Monica don't discuss anything particularly important to the story, and nothing surprising is revealed at the end of it to push it forward. Overall, they spend most of the conversation complaining about the job market mm-hmm. rather than actually putting the other under any kind of real pressure. Mm. With their dialogue. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. So note also the frequent use of questions. Mm. Abby asked Monica five questions in this scene. Any luck finding anything? What happened? What about the other one? Mm -hmm. Isn't the state unemployment rate 11%? By the way, where's your friend Chloe? 
In addition, Monica asked Abby, how is it in the conglomerate drugstore chain? So this Q&A style of script dialogue is very common in specs. Mm. Um, it's another symptom of letting characters just talking, then forcing them to use their words as weapons. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's coming off as on the nose and unnatural. Mm -hmm. So she keeps asking her these questions and asking her these yeah. questions. They don't seem like friends, yeah. for real, yeah. They don't seem like questions. It seems like they're just asking these questions so they can get exposition out there. Yep. It's yeah. not really, like, natural. And we all know you got to you gotta sprinkle your exposition in there some kind of way. Yeah. So the question needs to be in there for a reason. If you're going to use a question to get exposition out there, mm -hmm. you need to have a reason for it. Right. If you don't know what exposition is, it's um, basically like backstory yeah. to shit. Mm -hmm. So she's basically asking her these questions so that the other character can give out backstory for no right. reason. Which is a big ass no, mm -hmm. no. So in the first scene, it's hard to really imagine Abby and Monica um, as real flesh and blood people right. because they're talking in such a direct, obvious way, asking each other straight up questions for the benefit of the audience rather than themselves. Mm -hmm. That is so very true. So true. So very true. And it also makes the script dialogue uninter uninteresting to read as it feels mm -hmm. like the writer is just force feeding us this information very true. Mm -hmm. No intrigue, no surprise, because right. um, it's pretty much just asking questions and answering them. Mm -hmm. So, how you can fix this? If this, if your dialogue is like this, which mm -hmm. a lot of new people, if you like, don't know how to, do that, it's hard yeah, to it figure is. out it's how to easy. subtly put your exposition in there. I still don't know how to do it like that. Mm -hmm. So, if you find your script is like this, you're yeah. reading, you're listening to this, you're like, damn, bitch, my shit is like this too. Mm -hmm. This is how you can fix it. Hmm. So you can go scene by scene in your screenplay, ask yourself the same questions. Um, and if you find that your characters are in a Q&A session as well, then um, you can seek out banal questions and answers and rework every conversation so the characters are making life difficult for themselves. They're either hiding something, revealing something, or engaging in an escalating war of words. Mm -hmm. um, so this can be very hard to make your dialogue seem casual or real just like people talk in real life but dialogue isn't how people talk in real life nope and that's that makes it kind of hard too yep it's because you know you want to make it seem like mm -hmm. you know this is how people talk in real life but you have to learn that dialogue is not real right dialogue is not how we talk in real life yeah so it's a heightened reality in which characters hardly ever stumble over their words right. or go off track. They're much wittier than usual, and they always know just the right thing to say at just the right time. Right. Every word is selected for a reason because they want to conceal something, find something out, mm. kiss the other character, hurt the other character, and so on. Yeah. So there's always a motive mm. for the dialogue. There's always 100%. something that is that the character is trying to do with their dialogue. Yeah. So the trick is in making your script dialogue feel like real life, but with every single conversation earning its place in the script. Ooh. Come on. Come on, quotes. Okay. Ooh. And the best... <laughs> Come on. Who wrote this? Come look, on. Let's go ahead and shit. Shout okay. out. The best indicator is if the discussion isn't making the characters uncomfortable or revealing mm. something, it probably needs cutting. Go off. So. That is so real. So true. All right. So we're going to do one last example. Ooh. This is actually very helpful. Which one? Wait a minute. Example number three. Oh, I think I was there. Snowy sidewalk? Yep. Snowy okay, cool, sidewalk. Cool. I can cool, be cool, Dutch. Cool. You can be Jay. Okay. Exterior, snowy sidewalk, night, Calvin, uh, Dutch, Jay, and Wally. Ooh. Ooh. 
Okay, Dutch J. I'm Dutch. You J. I'm Calvin. You Wally. Okay, J and Wally. J and so Wally, all these niggas huddle close together <laughs> as they walk down the sidewalk. Woo, voices. God damn, it's cold. What the hell did you make us walk for? Seriously, should've driven. You are in no condition to operate a car. Besides, it's not too much further. There ain't going to be a lot of girls at this place, Cal. Um, I don't know. I'd assume so. Well, your little Lois Lane is going to be there. She got any friends or roommates? Hmm, that's a good question. What do you mean? I don't think I've ever seen her with any friends. She better have some hot friends. They approach their destination. This is the plus. Took long enough. Calvin blocks his friends from walking in. I want to lay some ground rules first. The hell you talking about? He's embarrassed by us and wants us to behave. That's why he wasn't going to bring us. Yeah, I am embarrassed by you. Need I remind you guys, I'm trying to make a good impression here. What have you ever done to embarrass... What have we ever done to embarrass you? No mooning people, no matter how much they deserve it. Fine. No disgusting robot sex. Wally drops his head like a guilty child. And absolutely... No throwing up in the middle of the room. Do you understand me? Dutch looks at Jay and Wally. I've never done that. Where would you get something like that? Sure, yeah, fine, yeah, no vomiting. Good. Let's go in. Calvin leads the way. Jay and Wally follow. This was fun. I seriously have never done that. Guys, such a stupid request. Dutch walks in. So stupid. So, <laughs> final sets of questions we're going to ask ourselves. Is this the conversation you've never heard in a movie before? Um, yeah, I feel yeah. like I've never heard. I have ne- yeah. <laughs> never heard. You have been thinking there for right, a second. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> Does each character have a distinct personality? Yes, yeah. they do. And we, we did just, get accents. <laughs> we just gave them different accents and but it worked. Yeah, It, it worked. It, yeah. See, it, the accents worked for the characters that yeah. we So look at us. Yeah. The accents that we did worked. Come on. Um, Come on, voiceover work, please. Right? Mm. <laughs> voiceover actresses. Hit, hit us up, please. <laughs> <laughs> Does this conversation reveal anything new about these characters? Hmm. Mm, I no. Not. I mean, I think it reveals like one of them is embarrassed by them, and the others are like the. It reveals the dynamics mm. of the relationship. I feel like. Okay. Okay. But that's it. I don't know if there's anything else. That's crazy because answer key says the answer to these questions should be no. Really? Uh-huh. I thought it was good. Damn. Maybe it's because it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Did we make it funnier? Maybe it was us. I think I think we made it funnier. That's funny. All right. They're so like, they nope. they were like hell no to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so they oh said God. the dialogue feels uninspiring and generic because yet again these guys are just shooting the breeze. Okay. Well, okay. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I felt like it was kind of like a comedic thing, but yeah. Sure. And the friend was asking me like, "Don't embarrass me here." Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, "All right." All right, the conversation never escalates into mm-hmm. anything approaching conflict. Okay. And as a consequence, there's no real reason for it to be in the script. Okay. okay. I see it. You Fair got enough. me there. You got you me there. Can't cut, argue with that. You know, either. you got to cut your, you got, you got what do they say? You got to cut, gotta cut, cut your losses. Yeah, cut your losses or like, oh God, you can't be precious with your work. There's a phrase mm. that they use like. Cut the fat or something? Yeah, cut the fat or like, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, like your, oh God. 
I forget oh, what it's called. Like, let your babies go or some shit. It's something. Let them niggas fly. Okay, let yeah. <laughs> like, let them go. Some things you got to be willing to kill your kill your babies. Kill I your darling. Yeah, kill your darling. That's there what it go. is. Don't don't kill babies. We're talking about scripts. Yes. Don't take it out of line. Some of y'all crazy out here. Right. Some of y'all are insane. So yeah. Don't kill your darling. <laughs> Literally. Okay. In the scripts, though. Exactly. Kill yeah. All right. So Let note as well how there's nothing particularly fresh or surprising about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. I thought it was funny. Maybe oh, okay. it was because of us. Yeah. <laughs> we feel like we've heard this script kind of script dialogue a million times before, and this is another oh. major symptom of just letting characters chat without defining why they're talking. Okay. In real life, people have these kinds of inconsequential conversations all the time, but they don't belong in a screenplay in which mm. dialogue should be heightened reality as previously discussed. Okay. Finally. Mm. There's nothing to differentiate these characters from each other. What? Calvin kind of has his own voice. I he feel, did. Yeah, he does. But you did. could swap out Jay's name for Dutch's and Wally's name for Jay and nobody would notice. Okay, okay. true, because we okay. did do, yeah. there are two country accents for two different people. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I can see it. Yep. So if you find this happening with hmm. your script, go through your script highlighting one character's dialogue at a time. Very good tip, guys. Yeah. You should do that. Yeah. Do they all sound the same? Mm-hmm. If so, it probably means you don't know the characters as well as you should. Mm-hmm. Mm, so that means go back to doing your character work. Yep. We always scream about how important character work is. 100. But once you know your characters better, they also begin to develop an individuality to the way they talk that's known as a voice. Yeah. So creating a voice with the character's dialogue can definitely be tricky, but it's ultimately what makes them interesting. The way you show us who they are is by how they talk and what they choose to talk about. Very true. Yep. So, so just true. for example, in Sex and the City, we have four women who are all roughly the same age, live in the same city, come from similar backgrounds, all white, by the way, mm-hmm. and all have good jobs, and yet each character's dialogue has a voice because mm. each one has a different worldview, attitude, and outlook on life, and this comes out in what they choose to talk about and how they react to things. Mm. So once you know your characters a little better, Mm -hmm. then their dialogue will naturally begin to sound different because you'll be able to write it according to their individual personalities. Mm. All right. So, uh, yeah, guys, this is really, really good advice. I hope these examples helped you guys to work on your dialogue. So Mm -hmm. just some little conclusion tips for you. Great script dialogue depends on your characters being in an already great scene. Mm. So if you want to know how to write good dialogue between your characters, the first step may be to look or to take a look at your scenes and ramp up the stakes Mm. and conflict within them until there's something emotionally interesting happening in each scene, regardless of the dialogue. Woo! That's that's a word. That's a sermon. Okay, Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25. Okay, the book of dialogues. That's what they... (laughs) The book of dialogue in the New Testament. Okay. If you can't find a reason why um, your dialogue should be uncomfortable, difficult, revealing, then it probably means it's not uncomfortable, difficult, revealing. Yeah. Which means it should be cut. Mm -hmm. Be ruthless. Like Mm -hmm. Judith says, kill Mm -hmm. the motherfucking darlings. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you edit, just be ruthless. If yeah. your characters are having too easy a time Make of it, it during a conversation, it probably means you're not putting them under enough pressure in the script as a whole. Mm-hmm. So uh, that means there's a bigger problem with your script. Yeah. And uh, look over the whole goddamn shebang. Yeah. 
No, that makes sense. I, I'm even thinking now the one, the Abby and Monica one that we read, it would be interesting because a lot of people do this, but it'd be interesting, the one who's like, who didn't have a job, if that conversation took place as her card was getting declined and she mm. couldn't, she wasn't able to do the yoga class anymore, right? Yes. And now you're adding like being embarrassed, like, and we've all been there, you know, like, you know, maybe not all of us, but those of us in the struggle have been shaking, giving our card <laughs> to go pay for something like, Lord, let it go through. Or while you in line waiting to pay oh, for something, you look at that damn bank account app. Oh my like, God, that was. I got? Should I get out of line or not? Nah? You telling my <laughs> business. <laughs> That is so true. I'm like, go ahead. You know, I don't need the the uh the 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 baby what? I don't need that. Yeah, I don't need I don't need I don't even all have a baby. It. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got 20 things and you put 19 things back. <laughs> I just needed the gum, real talk. I just, you know. <laughs> the gum was it. <laughs> like, ma'am, are you sure you didn't you need sure? the medication? No. You didn't need your prescription? No, I'm good. No, no, no. That you copay, know. no. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, God, there's a healing bomb in Gilead, yeah. you know? <laughs> he turned water to wine. Come on. He got me. <laughs> Bless him. You know, I'm going to wash my hands. Whoo, <laughs> <laughs> child. It's, but yes. It's real. Yes. <laughs> So yes, yeah. So yeah, put your yeah. put your characters in different scenes to really mm -hmm. amp up the pressure and all that stuff. So there's different ways. Yes, all different. It ways. doesn't have to just be exposition after right. exposition for right. us to know your characters. Put them in situations and then have them scoot around and mm -hmm. put the stakes. Mm -hmm. Make your scenes uncomfortable. Woo. Uh, escalate them. Yo. Or uh, reveal something, hide something, do something. Yo, something should be happening with that dialogue. Silence is a good like. Mm -hmm. I've seen so many scenes, especially when um, if it's like a guy or a girl cheating, and they ask, "Did you do it?" And you hear that silence, that that hesitation. Mm -hmm. You're like, "Whoa, oh, you ain't even have to answer the motherfucking question." God mm -hmm. damn! Mm -hmm. Or they hit you up with, uh, "I'm not perfect." <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, that's a yes. Okay. Obviously, you're not fucking perfect. Okay. It's like, clearly. Like, well, you're not telling me nothing. Clearly. Nigga. Goddamn. Get <laughs> your crust out. Yeah. Oh, get my fucking nerves. So, yeah. There's so many different ways to, like, play around with it and, like, make good, good dialogue. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And with that, we're done with the main segment. That yeah, was girl. a good one. Y'all better girl. be fucking informed. Corey went ahead, put that teacher's cap on, mm -hmm. and dropped that knowledge That on was you. actually a, a pastor yeah. little hum that I did. <laughs> that was not a teacher hum. Come on. That was. Well, they say some pastors are teachers mm -hmm. of yes. the world. Ooh, they teach the world. You know, so. Mm. They teach my soul. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is very, very, very wow. Well. Oh, All right, on. we got to go now. We, we doing the most. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, oh, we'll, we'll be back. Be back. <laughs> we are back. Mm -hmm. And for our last segment, most of you guys know this as niggas you should know. And this is the part where we highlight um, black and brown creatives in the industry who are doing amazing work. And we just give them a shout out. And we just want to let y'all know these are niggas you should know out in these streets so i'm gonna go first um you might have known uh this woman her name is cassie lemons she is an award-winning director writer actress and professor who's been in hollywood for nearly three decades mm. um if you don't know recently she is the writer director of the movie harriet starring cynthia arrivo mm. um it was nominated i believe for oscar um yeah amazing work but you've known of her um her acclaimed 1997 
feature directorial debut was Eve's Bayou. Okay. My movie. Um, and it was recently included in the National Film Registry and is considered among the first to showcase the beauty of African-American Southern culture. Go off, sis. The film received yeah. so many awards, including the Independent Spirit Award of Best Feature Film, and the National Board of Review bestowed her uh, the Special First Time direc- Director Awards. Um, mm. So, yeah, she's great. I mean, she has so much more under her belt, but I just wanted to highlight her real quick. And she's been, you know, she's been in the game for a long time, you guys. So Cassie Lemons, um, amazing director. She's been here for a minute. And yeah, you're going to see you're going you're gonna to see her. And uh, if you don't know, latest role in as a director and writer of Harriet. So yep, check, which, it, uh, check it out. Was nominated for some things. Yeah. And you can see her. I saw the latest Hollywood Reporter Roundtable. She's in mm-hmm. the roundtable for um, the Oscar nominees, which Harriet was. She yes. spoke some crazy cool facts, particularly mm-hmm. how she had to research Harriet and how she had to fill in the blank over a biopic of someone who's long gone. How do you fill in that story and create a dynamic movie? So that's what she did. And sis is at the table. She's been at the table for a long time. Know yes, her ma'am. name, Cassie Lemons. Cassie Lemons, yes, ma'am. Thank mm-hmm. you for Eve's Bayou, one of my favorite I mean, movies. And on. now that you mention it, it was one of the first times I saw black Southerners depicted. Mm-hmm. In a beautiful way. Oh, my God. That's so cinematography. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Love that movie. Mm-hmm. Down. Okay. I love <laughs> it. Down. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So my uh, nigga that you should know, and I, y'all know her as Goo Goo mm-hmm. Mabatha Raw, but I'm gonna say her full name. Come on. Clear my throat. Goo Goo Lethu Goo Goo Sophia Mabatha Raw MBE. Come on. I don't know what the MBE stands for, but it's cool as fuck. That's the whole. She is a, whole a British actress. You may know her as Kelly in Black Mirror. She was mm-hmm. in the Stand. Junipero episode, okay, which was the one in I don't know what season, season three. It's a actually a very popular Black Mirror episode, okay. The one where they kind of transcended time, and it was like a lesbian couple, and she oh. played one of the the women in the couple, and they um, transcended time where they would go back and forth through decades or whatever through some type of like consciousness thing oh, wow. in the future you can mm-hmm. take your consciousness now whatever it's okay. a very popular Black Mirror episode oh, I gotta check that out um, I think it's season three okay um, and y'all will know her from that probably she was amazing in the episode mm-hmm. she also played Dido Elizabeth Bell in the Bell movie mm-hmm. which I think was it was a uh, what was it about hmm so it is about the little-known life of Dido Bell, who was born in the West Indies and was the illegitimate mixed-race daughter of Manfield's nephew, Sir John Lindsay. Oh, and I think she was like the first woman of like in the royal family or yeah, something like way the back. Yeah, they tried to hide her or some shit. They showed the fuck did. So she was in that movie. She yeah. played the titular character of mm-hmm. Bell. Mm-hmm. She was Nani Jean in Beyond the Lights. <laughs> Another amazing movie yeah. directed by Gina Prince Bythewood, mm-hmm. who's like a super, she was like a I mean, pop star or whatever mm-hmm. in that movie who tried yeah. to kill herself at yep. first. And then she found love with a security guard babe. Um, <laughs> love that movie. Mm-hmm. And then she was also Plumette in the live action adaption of Beauty and the Beast. Okay. I don't know what Plumette, what is that? Mm-hmm. That's one of them things. Sure. She's getting Plumet. checks, guys. Um, oh, the Feather Duster. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. That's I didn't really know the Feather Duster had a name. That's cute. <laughs> and she's also currently starring as Hannah Schoenfeld in The Morning Show, which is on Apple. Oh, TV. yes. I was, that's actually good. 
Okay. The, Apple yeah, TV. The, girl, the girls yeah. say it's good. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's been in a couple things, a couple of like really good things. Mm-hmm. She's also in Cloverfield Paradox, which yes. is on Netflix. She's in Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. Um, let me see what other shit she was on. So she's mostly do done like um movies, but mm-hmm. she's gonna be in Loki, which is an upcoming miniseries about Loki. Oh. From uh, Thor. Okay, okay, come on, get okay, the uh, get so that Marvel's Marvel check. Checks. Get that Marvel. It's gonna check. be on Disney Plus, guys. So mm. that's her newest thing coming out. Nice, definitely check her out in that. Please do. She's been grinding for a little minute. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Gugu Mabatha Raw. That's right. Check her out. Check out some of her things and uh, look out for her. I mean, she's she's arrived. Yeah, yeah, for only, sure. It's only up from here. Yeah, like uh, her projects keep just getting. Better and better. Yep. So 100%. Yeah, we love it. And check out Sandrine Apparel. It was okay. like critically acclaimed. Okay. Episode, so okay. Yeah, check okay. that out, guys, if you haven't seen it. Season three. Okay. Sandrine Apparel episode of Black Mirror. Go on. All right. And with that, I think we are dizzy. Yeah. Thank you for um, schooling us on that dialogue. I think I'm going to go home and work on that right now. Actually. Right. I'm like, right. I'm like, let me change get some, some stuff. Shit I together. thought. Right. I, I thought. thought my shit was together, but mm-hmm. I lied. <laughs> I lied to myself, child. Writing is rewriting. It Mm. is. Follow us on the socials as huge. Tinseltown T on, not everything, but um, what's this shit called? Instagram and Twitter. Yep, and Twitter. Mm -hmm. We're on those things, kind of. It's hard running social media, guys. Guys, Shout out to y'all that found us through social media. Because some of y'all say y'all have. And I'm like, how the fuck? I'm like, how the fuck? But. Thank you. We're trying to keep up. We, we're trying. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to hit up pimp. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And with that, I think we're done. We are done. Good night, y'all. Bye.